Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This is Stacey Marshall with Printware Magazine. Matt Masala with the RidingStoneWorld.com. Richard Greaves with ScreenMaking.com. Brian Walker with RTP Apparel. You are listening to the Two Regular Guys Podcast. 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 Hosted by Terry Combs. Terry Combs. Terry Combs. And Aaron Montgomery. Aaron Montgomery. Aaron Montgomery. Keep on listening. I don't know if these guys are that regular. All right. (laughs) Well, welcome into the show. It's Friday, December 20th, 2019. I'm Terry Combs, and you can find me at terrycombs.com, our last show of the year. Absolutely. And I am Eric Campbell, as you can tell, sitting in for Aaron Montgomery. And you can find me at ericcampbell.com. Today, we're going to be digging into planning for 2020, a perennial favorite here at Two Regular Guys. And we're hopefully going to have a conversation with Justin Lawrence about the upcoming ThreadX in Scottsdale, Arizona. Though, you know, if not, I'm sure we'll manage to talk enough to fill the space. We've been there. (laughs) It's happened before. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Aaron had to bail out on us. Uh, He is still trying to get that last 1,000 orders out the door and (laughs) uh, pick the gift. So he... uh, he tossed it uh, to uh, to Eric at the at the kind of the last minute, but uh, I, I'm sure that we will uh, have plenty to talk about. Uh, Eric, you you're, you did an article on planning recently, anyway. So uh, yes, I did. I actually have a two parter. What people don't know, which is going to be cool, is it's actually a two part article. But the second part's coming out a little later. But yeah, the first bit uh, really all great about you know planning and kind of being psychic and what that means for the year. Since everybody considers us to be psychics, they always want to get us to look at that crystal ball. <laughs> right. I have some ways you can be psychic without uh you know actually having to be psychic <laughs> <laughs> without having the power <laughs> uh, yeah no no <laughs> it's, it's, it's not science it's magic is that what you're saying <laughs> it's actually science underneath that's the thing there right? you go it's all science <laughs> <laughs> it's all science uh before we start that though i'll go ahead and hit a news story since i do have something here uh, and what i'm going to say is uh, i have a news story uh, aaron had a news story but i'm stealing his news story that's how that goes man if you take off i'm going to steal your news story uh anyway so here's the news this is a friend of the show and guest josh ellsworth from stalls has been promoted uh group stalls announced the promotion of josh ellsworth to senior vice president uh, dealer enterprise sales at Group Stall. Uh, he's an expert in the field of heat printing, as we know, uh, but he's been really well known for his work as an educator. Uh, according to the company, he has created, written, and been featured in more than 1,000 educational videos. I believe that. Uh, and he writes a column for Printware Magazine and contributes to other industry resources. And additionally, he delivers educational seminars at trade shows around the world. You know, I know a few people who do that. <laughs> and here's a quote from Group Stall there. Uh, as a regular participant in Stall's Heat Press for Profit Facebook group, Ellsworth is deeply engaged in the needs and challenges of apparel decorators. He prides himself on uh, bringing customer insights into all aspects of his job. And the other thing I'd like to say is, despite him being a competitor and, you know, yeah, competitors in the podcast space, right? Um, they're doing a really great podcast over there with the Heat Press for Profit group. And I'm not just saying that because I was the third guest. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, really great stuff from Josh. And uh, congratulations, Josh, on your promotion. Man. That's well-deserved. He's a great guy. No, um, really yeah. Hey, Eric, before we uh, dive in, we want to thank everyone for checking out the Two Regular Guys podcast. And if you're listening to the podcast version, we would appreciate you sharing with your friends so they can become regulators too. Plus, we would love and appreciate you giving us a review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you're listening to this show right now. And we are always looking for new guests. If you or anyone you know would like to join us, go to calendly.com slash two, the number two regular guys. Uh, with your show ideas. And if you are watching us live right now, join in with comments and questions. Reach out to your industry friends right now and uh, have them join us as well. And also, now, I'd like to jump in before we do that. We actually have some of our regulators on who are already saying good morning. We totally have uh, everybody talking in the group. We have Christine Shreve. Uh, good morning, guys. Happy last Friday before Christmas. And actually, as you can see, I'm going to drop us out into another view. I've got the little tree up behind me. We are Nice. In full spirit right now. <laughs> so we're trying for that. So thank you, Christine. Good morning. And we have uh, Curtis coming on saying good morning. And uh, Cindy 
Cindy Kate King, have we, who we've talked to and had on the show before. Uh, hey there, it's crazy time. Absolutely it is. <laughs> Everybody's going crazy. And as Christine says, uh, is Aaron totally exhausted run with Pick the Gift? Yes. He, he doesn't totally have time to be exhausted yet. He can be exhausted <laughs> on Christmas Day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As we always say, uh, you can sleep when you're dead, folks. <laughs> and I, what I also like is uh, the other thing. I think, Terry, you always say this about uh, being an entrepreneur or working hard for yourself. Uh, you, you always can you can work any hours you want, all 24. <laughs> the freedom <laughs> you know? to work all the hours there are in the day. <laughs> <laughs> That's the freedom you have. And also, Terry, apparently you have a great coffee cup, says Christine. I, I didn't notice the coffee cup. Let's see that. Ask me about my book. <laughs> it's good. I'm reading it right now. So I'll nice. go ahead and say good book. Go check it out. Uh, and also, look, he's got multiple books out there. Sometimes Jennifer is my novel. And, and you know, I good. spent um, the week after Thanksgiving working on uh, my next novel, which is almost done, Beer Bait oh, and Barbecue. But it's oh, not about on. beer bait or barbecue. It's, a, it's another <laughs> paranormal. And I, I also, uh, I also speaking of planning, I yeah. did... Um, I actually rewrote my uh, my uh, how to start a screen printing business and nice. how to start a direct garment business, and I'll uh, I'm going to update those uh, in cool. in January so that it can say 2020 instead of 2019 on on the copyright. <laughs> <laughs> and what I'll say honestly, I also noticed from Amazon some of these books. If you've got Prime and or Kindle Unlimited, you may be able to read Terry's books uh, already gratis. So I mean, jump in, go check them out. So Terry on it's Amazon, still pay me if you read it for yeah, free. I mean, so <laughs> I mean, yeah, just tip jar Terry. Uh, <laughs> he needs that. And I'll say I also have the awesome special coffee cup today. This is my OG 2013 Reggie Award winning coffee cup. I you know it looks super awesome and not at all coffee stained uh, but, <laughs> very nice but yes we are we are rocking the coffee cups today um but with that let's go ahead and get further in i know i want to hear a word from our sponsor uh, impressions expo before we get started what is impressions expo impressions expo formerly iss is the premier trade show dedicated to the imprinted and decorated apparel industry Five shows are produced annually in each region of the U.S., including Long Beach, California, Atlantic City, New Jersey, Orlando, Florida, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, and Fort Worth, Texas. Each of the five annual shows also features over 30 seminars and hands-on workshops in categories such as screen printing, embroidery, digitizing, digital decorating, and much more. Visit ImpressionsExpo.com for more details and see us at the shows in 2020. Exclusively for two regular guys listeners, the regulators. Use the promo code REGULARGUYS, i.e. Again, that is REGULARGUYS, i.e. for a free expo pass. All right. Well, thanks again to Impressions Expo. And man, we're uh, we're a month away from... Uh, Impressions Expo Long Beach. Yeah, that's a little crazy. Like they talked about all those seminars, and the first thing every time I hear it, my heart drops just a little bit. Because I'm like, oh wow, I got I got a lot of stuff to produce for that. <laughs> I'm ready to produce classes, but I'm sitting here. I've got four sessions, and uh, for me, that's a lot of sessions. So that's a lot of sessions for Long Beach. Uh, so I'm I'm feeling it. I'm feeling that month coming up, folks. I'm I'm happy to have you out there, but there's a lot going on in January. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna think about it after Christmas. <laughs> I mean, hey, I've done my slides for two seminars and and uh you know you i go. just need to need to kind of <laughs> kind of polish it off a little bit and uh, get ready to go one of one of my seminars is going to be a free seminar out on the nice. show floor for 45 minutes so that'll be kind of cool i'm looking forward to that it's That's it's cool. uh, uh you're a new screen printer now what <laughs> <laughs> that's one of the best titles man i love that one i know i've got i've got kind of the usual stuff at, at the end of the show maybe i'll list off the stuff that i've got coming up but one of the cool things that i've getting to do this time around which is different is a panel i haven't done a panel yet which is really awesome uh, the good people at madeira are putting this on and i'll have to admit i can't remember but he's on it off the top of my head uh but awesome digitizers and people who are experts in the industry like just uh embroidery panel where we talk about excellence embroidery and what it takes to get there and we're going to do a q a there's live q a with like four of the most experienced people out there and i and, and me i mean when I'm i a- when i first got into the industry <laughs> i used to love to go to those panels and uh it's yeah. uh we're going to be uh uh taking care of the panels at the dax shows c- upcoming the two regular guys will be That's hosting true. that and uh we'll be doing a panel each day and 
and Christine Shreve has already uh, uh, asked us to be one of those folks. And of course, she was awesome. at the top of our list anyway. So, <laughs> oh no, the panel there is going to be really great. I mean, there's some new stuff coming up at DAX that I just can't wait for. And especially there's the decoration community stuff going on there too. Going to have a booth there. So, honestly, shows are looking great this year. If you have not been out, this is a good year to get out, especially if you want to see any of us. Because, I mean, we're, we're at the shows and we're at a lot of them this year. I mean, Terry's at all of them anyway. <laughs> you know, I got, I, got a, I got an email from American Airlines today reviewing my year. And one of the things that it said in the review <laughs> that I spent 175 hours in the air <laughs> in 2018. Like, holy cow, that's a long time to be sitting in wow. an airplane seat. <laughs> you did that intentionally, my man. <laughs> I, I know, I know. I was not forced to get, to do any of those trips. <laughs> that's rough. That is super rough. Oh, also, we got Christine once again. We'll bring her in. Uh, so excited about the panels at DAC. Something new that I think will be really useful and entertaining. And I can't help but agree. And not also because I'm probably going to be up there with right. part of the panel. <laughs> um, no, I, there's something about this new kind of movement we have to do Q&A, to do a little bit of live, unscripted stuff that I really like. Uh, I'm, ho I'm hoping that this is something that takes off. I, I know even at Impressions Expo, too. Um, I know Marshall's doing one. I think it's Marshall and Alan Howe are doing panels very similarly, too, where oh. they're not doing a lot of prepped stuff. It's a lot of questions. So no matter what part of the industry you're in, you're in screen print, you're in DTG, you're in embroidery, it seems like there's uh, more chance now than ever for you to get your actual questions answered. So it's really cool. Unscripted. That's uh, that's uh, that's what we're all about. <laughs> Apparently, especially today, before we transition very much further, um, we were going to have an interview with uh, Justin Lawrence of Oklahoma Shirt Company, but uh, he's not here, folks. So instead, I think we're just going to talk a little bit about ThreadX 2020, and I'm mostly going to kick it over to Terry because sure. I have I have less than Terry does to say. <laughs> well, one of the things that uh, that we were going to have uh, Justin share with us or with a, the list of speakers that are coming up and and uh thread x is going to be here in scottsdale uh in uh, february 23rd through 25th and this will be the third thread x so we're pretty excited Very about cool. that and two regular guys have been a part of uh well we'll have been a part of all three uh some other folks that are going nice. to be speaking uh, J jason murphy from sanmar who is a cool. great friend of the show yeah. uh aaron draplin uh he's from draplin nice. designs awesome. uh very very popular speaker at the at the event last year uh, Brett Bowden from Printed Threads, great friend of the show, and uh, and uh, just a just a super guy and very dynamic speaker as well. So, totally. <laughs> um, a couple of the other Justin Lawrence, um, I assume he will be there to speak. <laughs> just kidding, Justin. Justin's Sorry, a really great guy, and uh, and he also is at at all the trade shows. He actually he and his crew run the uh, the workhorse equipment in the workhorse booth at, at a lot okay. of these shows. So, um, cool. Uh, a few of the other folks, uh, Lon Winters from uh, Graphic Elephants, a uh, uh, great friend of the show as well. Yeah. Uh, let's see, uh, Tom Davenport from Ink Kitchen, nice. uh, uh, Ted Pidcock from Chili Bears, and there, there's a there's a several other folks, uh, Michelle Moxley from M and R. So, Very and cool. I, I'm not going to go through the entire list. You can find the, this list at sgia.org. Mm -hmm. Just click on ThreadX, and it has a uh, has all the information about the about the the event, you know. Um, for people who who don't know, and we we talk about ThreadX quite a bit here on the show, but yeah. uh, uh, and and Aaron and I have um, have been uh, you know doing lots of interviews that sort of thing at these events. But this is not about how do I get more production out the door. This isn't about uh, you know this technique or that technique. This is about mm -hmm. Uh, running a business uh, in, in 2020, you know, and speaking of planning, and, yeah, right. and that's really why we scheduled uh, to um, this event, you know, today. But uh, uh, because of our our planning opportunities, but um, it, it's just really a tremendous uh, opportunity to to kind of mix with other people in the industries, industry, um, you know, managers, owners of companies, and. And it's, you know, you'll, you'll be sitting at lunch at a table where somebody's running a, you know, a $50 yeah. million dollar printing operation, talking to somebody that, that started their, their business in their garage last June and, and having interactions that, that was, that was my favorite part of, of the previous two was just yeah. all the interaction that, that you have with, uh, with people in the industry and, and everybody wanting to share um, oh, totally. freely exchanging ideas. 
I was actually really shocked because I, I didn't get to go to last year's, but I went to the first one and I had that exact that exact experience. In fact, I sat with two guys from Custom Inc., which anybody who knows that who knows Custom Inc. knows. I mean, whatever you feel about Custom Inc., I know decorators have some different feelings about Custom Inc. But it was very strange for me, who was like, okay, I'm with, you know, at the time I was with Deco Network. It's a fairly small company. And here I am having a discussion with like CTO from, you know, or Custom Inc., just having a discussion over lunch. And it was a little bizarre and a little awesome. Uh, and that, that year we had Johnny Cupcakes on. I know they had uh, Draplin, and Draplin's coming back. Aaron Draplin is cool. If you haven't heard him speak or seen his work, also, if you just like cool design work, oh man, his thick line design work's awesome. Um, the kind of people who are there to speak and the amount of access you get to them is crazy. Uh, and like literally, I remember sitting next to people who I know are from a small shop up north little tiny embroidery and screen printing shop they're not huge they are not big players and they're mixing it up with huge players people who have you know a football field worth of you know production space all hanging out having a discussion nobody the other thing like you said the willingness nobody is shutting anybody out there was no old boys network there was no club work going on everybody was talking to everybody and right. it was just fantastic yeah. It's seeking out, you know, new people yes. to to, to yeah. have dinner with or lunch with, and and you know, you mentioned Johnny yeah. Cupcakes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really enjoyed his presentation, and and it oh, basically yeah. started like this. Okay, let me tell you all the things I've done wrong in my business. <laughs> Which so, that's the best thing you can get. I mean, that's the best thing you can get when someone's willing to talk so candidly about that stuff. Um, and honestly, the people who are talking in general were doing that. I mean, there's, don't get me wrong. There are always going to be speakers who are like, here are my greatest hits real. And you know, here's all the cool things I do and who I do them for. I'm not going to say anything because I talk about movie stuff I've done. So <laughs> everybody, everybody <laughs> will give you some greatest hits, but it was amazing just how deep and how, uh, kind of, I, I hate to say this word, people are going to take it weird or think it's weird, but how vulnerable people were on stage to talk about things. Um, it's just really cool. Absolutely. And, and every presentation ended with a question and answer session. So it yeah. was uh, pretty, pretty awesome. No, speaking of that Q and a really, like I said, open access, great stuff. So uh, like I said, I don't know if I'll be making it there, but I know definitely uh, <laughs> Aaron and Terry will be there and you can go ahead and hit them up when you want to talk. But yeah, ThreadX, even though I, I may or may not be there, I have to recommend it to everybody who can go. Definitely do go. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, it's uh, we we will definitely be there, uh, microphones in hand. So uh, ho- hopefully, with a lot of a uh, lot of content that we'll be sharing uh, with uh, with folks here uh, in the in the month or so after the the event as well. So again, that that's uh, you can find that at sgia.org and it's ThreadX twenty twenty powered by SGIA February twenty third through twenty fifth right here in Scottsdale, Arizona, uh, which is where I'm broadcasting from today. (laughs) (laughs) For the first time ever, you won't have to fly (laughs) or drive or anything. (laughs) I'm going to Uber there. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely have to Uber back from some of those. I'm just going to say. Exactly. They are having uh, beer and brats night. Yeah. Yeah. There'll be some Ubering during. (laughs) during (laughs) People enjoy themselves, folks. All right. All right. All right, well, let's hear a word from uh, our friends at Printavo. So let's talk organization. Keeping your shop organized is crucial to growing your screen printing business. Printavo helps thousands of shops keep their, keep their teams on the same page and looking professional to their customers. If you're always getting tapped on the shoulder with questions, missing order due dates, or just ready to get to the next uh, level, Printavo is your solution. Printavo allows shops to create consistent quotes, automate quotes, and art approvals, schedule jobs, collect payments, and now create online stores, all inside one platform. Being cloud-based, you can even use Printavo from home and with remote employees as well. Printavo has a free trial and demo, which you can sign up for at their website, printavo.com. So thanks again to our friends at Printavo for for being a, a part of the two regular guys. Yeah, always great to have them on and see what they're doing. Once again, another company that's really listening to people and doing a lot of content themselves. You know, print hustlers. That's uh, that's guys from Pintavo. So good to see that going on. And uh, speaking of planning, a good thing to get yourself all put together. (laughs) Right. First, I'm going to kick this to you because I know that you guys like to talk about what you talked about last year for planning. Exactly. What was it? What were the topics that we really brought up for 2019 planning? Well, my my topics were... uh, 
new mindset for changing marketplace. The time is at hand. And, and, you know, yeah. that, that, that Amazon mentality was what that conversation was all about. And, and, and it continuing yeah. on, uh, micromanagement, self-evaluation. The only problem with the <laughs> micromanagement self-evaluation is most people who are micromanagers would never do this evaluation <laughs> because they don't think they are micromanagers. Well, even <laughs> if you are, it's not like you want to admit it, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the, you know, as, as Aaron and I often joke, uh, I'm uh, writing a book called Micromanaging Your Business to Success. <laughs> uh, <laughs> trick, don't. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a, here's what not to do in your business, but uh, <laughs> bonuses and rewards for your staff was the, the third one that I offered. And then Aaron, his three topics yes. were, do you have a business plan? And we know that's a, that's a big, uh, uh, big area of interest for Aaron. And he had a lot to say about that. Uh, be more customer centric. And then his last topic was learn to say no. So we were we we were in our element, you know, doing that, <laughs> doing all those so, topics. Yeah, learn to say no, Aaron. <laughs> you're out there working so hard right now, man. <laughs> How to learn he, to say no, buddy? <laughs> he's been sleeping at pick the Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, I'm teasing him. Why am I teasing him? Because here I am last night, which people, what I'm going to go ahead, since I talked about being vulnerable, um, I was not prepared for the planning conversation, but went back, luckily, I, since we talked about the fact that I wrote something that I'm using some of the points from, uh, I was putting in stuff into our outline for the show today about, uh, I don't know, uh, 30 minutes ago. <laughs> I was finishing. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm going to say as far as my planning segment. So well, uh, maybe it, I should learn to say no. <laughs> as part of my planning, I, I saw yeah. Aaron's note yeah. this morning that he sent yesterday saying, hey, can you guys cover? <laughs> so, 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 yeah, no, uh, imperfect people teaching you, but that's good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I think we're all going to be uh, have a little break here. I don't know about you, uh, Eric. We're uh, equipment zones <laughs> closed uh, Monday and Tuesday. Yeah. And so so I'm uh, about to start a five day <laughs> Five day weekend. My son Chris uh, gets in from New York City tonight, and uh, so we're gonna start the holiday. The Kansas Jayhawks, nice. number one Kansas Jayhawks, play the number eighteen uh, Villanova team tomorrow morning at uh, ten a.m. my time. So maybe so a what, what, what do I say right there? What do I say? Rock chalk? Is that it? Rock chalk. Rock, rock chalk. Rock chalk. How'd I learn? How'd I learn? Uh, <laughs> Just no, from uh, listening to the two regular guys. <laughs> this is how you learn. You proper Kansas town. Uh, no, and honestly, I'm absolutely not getting a break. <laughs> oh, I'm not getting a break, but here's what I'll say is uh, when you work in a more retail situation, and that's what I'm doing right now, I'm working a lot for Amazon. I have been insane during the holiday season. Uh, so when you do anything where you're working through a big big companies like Amazon, since we're talking about their stuff, I actually do some stuff that's fulfilled by Amazon, which means I have to watch Amazon like a hawk <laughs> right up till the last couple of days. Uh, between you know, that and long-term projects for some embroidery assets that I'm working on, I'm actually digitizing quite a lot, which, uh, though I do promise while I'm producing a show, unlike when I used to be a guest, I am not digitizing on the other monitor while we're talking. <laughs> right. so, Just so many things, so many balls be better. in the air. But I do have to bring a couple people in here. We have uh, Christine talking about uh, writing a book about what not to do in your business is on her list too. And what I'm <laughs> going to say about that, um, a lot of my early stuff that I wrote, and I'm not going to talk about which shops I was working at at the time, many of my early things that I wrote for the magazines were really informed by all the stuff I saw going wrong. It wasn't all the stuff that we were doing right that was teaching me all those lessons. So you some know, of that happens. <laughs> when, I, when I teach my uh, my two-day screen printing class, I always say, this class is based on 30, 35 years of me standing in the middle of my production floor going, there's got to be a better way to do this. <laughs> <laughs> this is true, so, man. Uh, everything you think, guys, whenever you talk about people saying, okay, oh, yeah, you learn the most from mistakes. It's the best teacher. It Boy, is it ever. There's nothing like pain. I've, I've, I've talked to people with, <laughs> Just uh, going to say that. Nothing, nothing like, like pain. pain. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, as a, even in digitizing, I tell people, go run designs. That's what's going to, who's going to make you a great uh, digitizer is being a great operator because there's nothing like the pain of having a design run poorly for you on the machine to ever make you change your ways about how you put things together. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. All right. With that, I'm going to kick it back to you, sir, because I know it is time for 2020 planning. It is what we're going to do from this year on to maybe stop making some of these mistakes. Yeah. And nobody better to start that off but you, sir. Well, I appreciate that. Uh, but this is something I've talked about on the show before, and it is be your own consultant. And and I bring it up again because 
it's basically free. You could go out and hire a consultant. And and I've told this story many times on the show. Uh, I I did a two week consultation with a, with a, a large screen printer in the Midwest. And, and at the end, you know, I'm presenting my findings and, and the owner of the company is like, well, Terry, we, we already know 80% of this. And I said, well, I'm sure you do, but you're not doing anything about it. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, so knowing it and doing something about it, two different things. So, so take a day, take an afternoon, take a week and, and, and stop what you're doing and walk into your business just like you are walking in off the street and, and you've never been there before and observe your staff, observe the processes. There, there are probably places in your business that you haven't walked into in days or weeks, or have you been in there in 2019? True. So, so, you know, and tell your employees, hey, listen, I'm taking this afternoon or, the, or this day, and I'm going to look at this business as if I'm a consultant off the street. And, yeah. and, and I'm doing this to see if we can make this a better workplace. And, and I'm going to ask you questions and, and tell me the truth, just as if uh, I, I'm a consultant that, that you're confiding in. And, 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 you know, however much you put into it is, is what you're going to get out of it. And, 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 and write up the report. And, you know, yeah. we, we talk about this all the time, Eric, yeah. um, that, that you've got to put in the time. And, and so put yeah. in this effort, write up the report about, uh, you know, what, what you've seen, what you've observed, buy pizza and, and share it with the, with the staff. And here are the things that, that, that I see that we need to improve on. And, and, um, you know, again, make make a commitment to do this, and yeah. your business will definitely uh, it, you'll get a huge payback for for the time and effort you put into it. So, oh yeah. And speaking of being kind of vulnerable, like we talked about you can't go into this th- thinking I already know what's going on. I know what's right. I'm going to go find where my employees have screwed up my plan. If you go <laughs> in there with that I, that attitude, it's right. it's over. It's over immediately. Believe the people on the ground first. And I mean, this is actually something you say all the time. So taking this from your your playbook, believe the people on the ground first and then listen. I mean, we, we all know you can have somebody who's not the most trustworthy down on the shop floor sometimes, but if you have that, number one, uh, check who's on the shop floor. Uh, number two, you know, you may find that going through with that open mind the first time through, even if it's not exactly the story you get told, it's something you hear around that story that's that's useful. And in fact, right. that's where I'm going to get into my point. Believe it or not, I have points. <laughs> I put them in there <laughs> 20 minutes ago. Uh, no, uh, here's some points that I had for my planning article. And the biggest one is to know yourself or know your shop. Now, I came at this angle as everybody's saying, oh, yeah, get in that crystal ball and, and be psychic about what's going on. And instead, I say that if you do these processes of, of learning more about your shop, which is, is honestly a very much like what Terry said, that you'll be able to make these judgments that people might think are magic or psychic. And it's because you've actually taken some time to know things. It's And these questions are questions you can ask yourself. If you get stuck in this planning and an analysis that we're talking about, like say you've listened to the stories and you're kind of like, I don't know where to go from here. These are the kind of questions I think you should ask yourself. Uh, what part of running this business or doing the work was frustrating this year? Uh, I like that one because it, frustration is uh, friction. It's something that's causing you a little bit of upset. Why is it causing you upset? There's probably something that can be changed or, or optimized. Um, what parts of the process took the most extra effort to handle? Uh, we all know there's certain things that seem like, wow, I keep on going back and forth over and over. And where this is the next question plays into that. Uh, where did I or people around me get stuck? We all have parts of our process, whether it's approval process, something in production, something in shipping, anything where you see people stuck at a layer where they cannot let a job through, let work go through, people get stuck. That's something you need to pay attention to. Uh, What caused this year's customer complaints? (laughs) Everybody knows what the sore points are if you're listening to customers and you ought to be listening to customers and honestly uh, looking for their opinions of wherever you can. Um, They don't always know everything, but... Like I said, it's not always the story they tell you, but the story around that story. Uh, what couldn't we help customers achieve? Like, what did you send out? What did you move on to another person? What did you have to have hired in? doesn't mean you need to hire it in, but it might be that there's other things you can do to uh, help those people, especially those people who get to turn away. Um, where are we under market pressure? You know, where or where are our markets under pressure? Like, where do we see people coming in that kind of take away from our current market what we're doing? Whether that's uh, different decoration techniques, whether that's uh, entirely different producers or other people, competition. Good to think about that. 
uh, and where our action is not aligning with our purpose. And I know that may sound a little fuzzy and you might think of purpose as something that's, you know, you know, a little bit emotional, but purpose can also be about your goals and it can be about the way you want to achieve things for the company or where your company's headed. Uh, and then after you've kind of answered these these larger questions that are about the entire company, I think you should drill deeper for each department. You know, if you're somebody who's got multi-decoration, like a lot of shops I've been in, go to your screen print, go to your embroidery, go into, honestly, also marketing, sales, finishing, each of the things that we consider another department and drill deeper on each of those things and say, okay, over the course of this year, the, the previous year, um, are the initiatives we had in this area as far as long as we expected? Like if we had plans or long-term projects, are they where they need to be or are they where we thought they would be? And why is that? Um, the next thing, where do we put the most effort in working on this department? Um, just where did that effort go? Talk to people about what was the most work that they did over the course of the year and think about that yourself. Like where did you put the most effort and where does it not match, honestly, what initiatives you have going on? And then also, what's the most common complaint from staff working in this segment? So in each of the groups, what's the most common complaint from that staff? Is there something you do? This is often where we're going to find out later. You know, we can change the process or add equipment or something else that's going to help that out. And then instead of just being full negative, the last thing I like people to do is to catalog your strengths. People don't always say this. Usually they say when you're reviewing, they're like, go through and find all the things that are wrong and, you know, peg all these things. I also like people to have their resources in mind before they start planning for the next year. So check your check your strengths in each area as well. Uh, on which initiatives are you making real progress? And and there may be something there where you find out, oh, well, it's because the staff likes to do this kind of project more and we can structure things in a different way to make it like that. Um, what parts of the segment's process are running smoothly? Uh, and what successes are we regular seeing, regularly seeing in this area? So once again, you want to just take this, all this stuff, write it all down. I really think writing stuff down, and uh, like Terry says, get out that legal pad. Sometimes a little physical writing, it's good to keep that in mind, and it helps you process stuff. There are studies saying that uh, engaging your body and your brain together are going to help that process a little better. Um, write it all down, even if it sounds silly and unimportant. Uh, get those problems out, look for all those things that are in the segments, get the stories from your people who are on the ground and get those strengths written down and it'll just be there to get a handle on what we want to work out. And honestly, take this catalog as soon as you can at the end of the year. Uh, get it all together and have this ready for yourself while everything's still fresh in mind. Don't wait till after the break if you can help yourself. <laughs> Stop and do some of this stuff now. Very nice. You know, I, I like the idea of uh, of having a focus on the positive because there's so many businesses where, uh, you know, especially like with employees that your your focus is on the is on the the employee that's not doing their job properly yeah. rather than pointing out to everyone the person or the people who are doing their job. Uh, you know, in a positive way that that person that volunteers to stay late, that person that yeah. has never taken a sick day, you know, those are the people that that you should be talking about in front of the group. And because, you know, uh, people gravitate towards where the attention is, if the attention yeah. is towards the uh, towards the problem employees, then uh, then. People uh, might become problem employees to get some of that attention for themselves. So, I mean, that's well, kind of a. <laughs> I mean, ahead. that's that's what you uh, talked about last year, wasn't it? It was rewarding employees. It was part of the thing you had as exactly. one of your goals is for people to think about is getting into that reward mentality. And I also think um, when we're talking about what we do as far as sales, too, people are always talking about wanting to get into new segments because they're missing out on sales. And I'm like, why aren't you selling harder into the ones that are running really smoothly? Like if exactly. your embroidery department is awesome and gets jobs out all the time and they're running stuff out by 3 p.m., then your salespeople should be selling embroidery like crazy because you have a, a well-oiled machine back there. Don't focus on, man, I really wish we had that DTG machine. Now, I want you to get that because, uh, number one, I want you to go buy it from Terry. Uh, but <laughs> for a second, I want you to expand when you have a market. That's that market pressure we talked about. But also, why are you not, when you have something that's running really well or, or employees who are doing really well, why are we not feeding that? You know, that's that's where that positive stuff does play out. And, and you need to direct your sales staff to that because, yeah. you know, if, if they don't have a direction, they're going to go for the low hanging fruit. They're going to they're going to go take whatever order that they can get a commission on. So that's just uh, that's just a fact of life. So you, know, <laughs> you need to explain to them why that that they need to pursue this this particular type of order or whatever. So uh, but. Oh, Absolutely. And honestly, let's bring in, I want to bring a couple comments before we jump in. I sure. know Terry's got more good stuff coming on, but here's uh, Lisa Shaw bringing in. Uh, <laughs> frustration jumpstarts change in my world. I must say, yes, uh, frustration and friction. Very often the same thing. We can find that out. And then also, Christine, 
Uh, I like a good SWOT analysis. Absolutely. Uh, strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. If you look over that qu questionnaire that I just put together, um, it was a friendlier way of doing a SWOT analysis. <laughs> it was a, a friendlier way of putting something very similar to that. So yeah, definitely look at SWOT analysis in your categories. Absolutely. When Aaron yeah. hears this show, he'll have a little tear in his eye. He that, that I know, sounds he just that. like the words right out of his mouth, right? <laughs> you could have been here, buddy. You could have been talking SWAT and else. <laughs> Come on, dude. <laughs> All right. Well, yes. uh, my next category is uh, basically be an order that travels through your process and your facility. In other words, mm. uh, walk through as if you're holding that order in your hand to nice. every step in the process. And, and the reason for this is you know, see what the roadblocks are uh, at, at every stop along the way in the art department or wherever this order goes, the order entry department, what are the roadblocks? Talk to everybody along the way and say, you know, what would make this better for you? And, mm -hmm. and oftentimes it's just an easy fix, but, and, and you know, over time, some things change and, and maybe you're doing steps that aren't necessary. A couple of examples, uh, you know, um, when um, I was talking to some folks about getting orders out the door at a, a consultation I was doing once and they said, well, we have to wait, you know, three or four days to get the order here. And I'm like, well, why do you have to wait three or four days? Well, because one of the owners likes to look at every order before it goes into production and he gets really behind. And so I went to his office and there, uh, there must have easily been a hundred orders on his desk. And I said, no, <laughs> I know you want to look at these orders. Could they just make a copy and put it in your inbox? Oh yeah, sure. And so just as easy as that, but he Beautiful was an days. owner. Nobody wanted to say to him, Hey, could you get that order to us? And so, you know, and, and another example that I've used here on the, on the show is uh, following the order process. That's something that, yeah. that, that I would do as a consultant. And I was watching the art director recording film positives um, in, in a book, in a log. And then I look up on the shelf and there's like multi, there's like seven or eight of these filled, you know, three inch binders. Mm -hmm. And I said, who takes this off the shelf other than you? Um, I don't know. And I said, have you ever seen anyone take this off the shelf and look at it? No. And I said, well, we'll stop doing it. <laughs> and she said, but, <laughs> It's part of the process, and I'm. But why? Yeah. I don't know why. But when I came here, they they told me to do this, and she was just all in a twist. She was just like, I, I have. She went to the president of the company and said that consultant guy is telling me not to do this, and he asked the same question. He goes, Well, what do you do with it? Nothing. Well, he's right. Stop doing it. You know? <laughs> so, you know, sometimes we sometimes we lose track of things, though. And, and, yeah. uh, and, and you know, again, there, there may have been a purpose for that at some point in time, but it had long passed. And and so change is difficult <laughs> for people, by the way. Oh, yeah. Freak no them out a little bit. <laughs> I honestly being in the embroidery world where, yes, indeed, some of us still use, uh, you know, floppy disks on our machines. And admittedly, these machines still run. You're the guy. But, yeah. Some of those guys still do it. Uh, and honestly, where people still to this day are using kind of the job jacket system. They're using, you know, manila envelopes with details written on them and disks stored in file cabinets. If I can convince you guys to do one thing, quit doing that. Save all those somewhere on the cloud and somewhere locally. Don't don't put floppy disks in a file cabinet and hope that they don't die. What about uh, but yeah, what happens in the thing. zombie apocalypse? All that stuff's gonna be lost. I mean, feel free to put the, <laughs> the cabinet. Just back it up first, guys. Uh, hit hit up some Google Drive or something before you do that. <laughs> I mean, I, I no problem with floppy disks. However, you get your sneaker net stuff to your machine is fine by me. However, like yeah, change is hard for people to get through and. Sometimes you're right. I've had people where they put in a system, but they're still backing up with paper all the time. I'm like, you know, I nothing wrong with the paper system works very well. I've been in paper shops myself, but boy, having something centralized where everybody can see it and you don't have to worry about it and people aren't chasing paper around. The guy with all those jobs on his desk who flat, just like, oh yeah, I just have a copy. Uh, maybe he needs a copy of your book, Micromanaging Your Way. <laughs> <It's sad. laughs> exactly that right. sounds like some micromanaging series. That's not good. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, I'll transition from that into my next little section. And for, for mine, this was to go on from the questionnaire that we talked about earlier 
into what I call prefiguring or preparing. Since we were talking about being psychic, once again, prefiguring, thinking about it, you know, or precognition, trying to know something before it happens. What I want people to do is to actually take a little time, and this is kind of, uh, we were doing something a little external, this is more internal, to envision your year. Think about what the year's going to be like. And I know this sounds weird, but imagine what the year-end assessment you just did is going to look like at the end of 2020 at the end of the next year, if you're looking at that and you imagine to yourself, you know, this has been a great year. I really have done what I wanted to do. What would you have replaced, resolved, or achieved? What are those things that you want to have done or those goals? And which of these things do you feel like I want to have had these really in the pocket? What are my top things I want to resolve, especially after you've done this questionnaire? Um, also, uh, where would you like to be, either personally or as a business? Uh, what results need to be different for you to mark the year as successful? I know that we don't always know this stuff. One of the things that keeps on happening when I talk to people about this, they're like, okay, I don't know this ahead of time. I don't know for sure. I, I'm not sure how it's going to feel or what I'm going to need to do through the whole year. Uh, frankly, it's not about knowing all the time. It's about taking your first step. The, the way I love to say this is that uh, it's hard to drive a car that's parked. You can't steer it. So if we're going to pick a direction, we need to start moving. If we're going to start moving, we need to pick a goal and know a destination. So what we're doing is saying, what does success look like to us right now? This is right now. It doesn't have to be what the success is going to look like in November of 2020. Once we look at those results and say, that's what I hope to have achieved, we can start steering toward there. Absolutely. Once we're under motion, then we can turn our wheels and go other places. So, you know, think about those goals first, think about what it's going to be. So, and then you have to look at those resources we talked about. Remember how I said, look at the strengths you have and what's really running. You have to examine how those goals you've come up with align with the resources you currently have, because that's where we're going to find our gaps. You look for holes in your coverage. Um, which problems and goals that you have can't be assessed with the strengths and the resources you have now? Which of those problems that we found are actually critical and need to be fixed for us to get to those goals? Because some of the other things we'll find, I've had people talk about this where they're like, you know, one of my problems is you, you had your example of the people logging stuff. Uh, yeah, my screen maker's not logging everything up in those books. And you're like, um, does that matter? Well, then don't <laughs> fix that. Yeah, maybe you don't like it because you like the logs for reasons. But, you know, if there's not a real problem and it doesn't actually align with a goal, then don't worry about it too much as long as time's not being wasted on it. And in fact, what you'll find sometimes, once in a while, there are some people who are just the right kind of lazy or procrastinator, which what they're doing is actually putting off things that aren't important. Watch for that. Sometimes people aren't lazy because the thing they need to do is useful and they're just lazy people. Sometimes it's because the thing that you're having them do doesn't actually affect production and you're not on the floor and you don't see it. And what they're avoiding is busy work. So look for real holes in coverage that address the goals you have, not just things that you think you need to do. So what is missing to enable the changes you want to make. That's what we're going to aim for when we're talking about what we need coming forward. When you find out what's going on, you say, I've got resources, I've got goals, where are my gaps? That's going to be what we're planning toward for change. That has to be anything. Anytime we're planning for change is what it is. And it seems like I shouldn't have to say that, but trust me, <laughs> when you talk to people, they're just like, well, it's more money. It's my goal. It's more money. Be a little more fine grained than that. It's a great goal. <laughs> love it. Love making more money. Had a good year myself, but uh, <laughs> still would love to do more than that. There's more to improvement than more money. <laughs> True enough. <laughs> Actually, right. we've got some people checking in. Since okay. you mentioned this, I'm going to bring Christine in. Uh, are the zombies going to want embroidered apparel, Terry? <laughs> if not, I guess the least of our problems would be needing to retrieve some designs from a disc. Embroidered apparel <laughs> is forever, Christine. <laughs> <laughs> really, I uh, I always joke with Aaron about that because he always makes fun of my uh, junior legal yellow legal pads. And I said, I always tell him, but I'll still have all my notes during the zombie apocalypse. And yours will this be is gone. True. <laughs> I, I've had that thought many a time as a digitizer. I'm glad I have big buckets full of samples behind me because uh, <laughs> all those discs are gone. And some of them really are. What I, I found out myself was that uh, if you have a piece of software that gets totally uh, deprecated and doesn't exist anymore, you can't open those designs anymore. <laughs> those don't exist. <laughs> and I, I feel this as Cindy jumps in here uh, once again one-time guest uh hey hey some of my machines still use floppies actually they all do but some are direct from the computer hey, hey there's nothing wrong with floppies <laughs> i'm not coming for floppies and here's uh lisa uh, mine too some machines are workhorse and we love them hey guys i'm not coming for your floppies it's okay <laughs> <laughs> you can have your floppies no problems there and then terry one great comment from terry process maps yes 
Yes, process maps. Uh, like like we said before, we're say I, I personally, especially me, I'm saying things in a friendly way because a lot of embroiderers don't do these business processes. And if you go to them and start talking, you know, business processes, if I say SWOT analysis or tell somebody that somebody's got a lean mentality, they don't want to hear any of that stuff. But if I say, hey, think about your year and look for holes in your coverage, it's a little friendlier and it becomes something that doesn't sound like things that they need extra, you know, special training to do for themselves. So yes, absolutely. Process maps, flow charting, um, SWOT analysis, please, all of these things. But essentially, that's what we're doing in a friendlier fashion. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Speaking all right, of maps. Hey. Yeah, do it, man. <laughs> okay. my, my next point is to map out by month how to improve your company culture. And, yeah. and maybe that involves going out and buying a uh, uh, Terry's big book of travel 2020 and, and every <laughs> month, <laughs> uh, take a, take a, the opportunity to every month do something to improve your company culture. And maybe you think that, Hey, yeah. uh, mine is perfect. There's always room for an improvement. And if you think it's perfect, it's not, I'll, I'll just tell you right now. <laughs> so, and, and you know, that, uh, just like I was talking about before, you know, 80%, uh, we know 80% of this. Well, this is an opportunity to do something about it and chart it out. In, in January, this is the one thing that I'm going to do to improve my business. And so, so what you need to do, step one, sit down and think about what improvements need to be made. Step two, uh, think of one thing, one thing that you can do to move towards that goal. Because if you try to do it all, you won't do any of it. Yeah. Um, step number three, and, and this is based on, do you know why sales reps and company owners don't want to follow up with customers? They don't want to hear bad news. <laughs> so <laughs> all the more reason. Well, so in this one, it's, I'm not talking about talking to customers, although that's a good idea. Sure. Uh, talk to your staff, uh, you know, uh, about ways to improve the, the company and, and talk to them and, and tell them, you know, tell me the bad news. Tell me what What's difficult around here, but more importantly, tell me one thing that would make this this a better work environment for you. And so, you know, and, and here's an example. Every month, maybe it's it's. I, I always talk about buying pizza and getting everybody together. But but at that at that get together where you talk about where we are and what we're doing, uh, recognize people for for some of the little things yeah. they do that make uh, the company better, they, that makes it better, uh, a better work environment with uh, everyone you work with. So, you know, again, people don't take the time to, to, uh, uh, to plan towards um, improving your company. You know, you need to do it, but I, I'm, I'm just too busy right now. Well, you know, take a little time uh, between Christmas and New Year's and, and, uh, and think about those things and, and your, your company will be better. Your employees will appreciate it more. You know, most of us spend most of our waking hours at work. You, you want it to be a great environment. And I, and I just go into so many businesses that it's such a negative culture. And, and, and for anybody, you know, uh, just last week, somebody said to me, well, you know what it's like having employees, you know, and I joke about that, but, yeah. but that attitude, your employee's attitude comes from you, that your company culture is a total reflection uh, of owners and managers. It's, it's, it's not from the bottom up, it's from the top down. So, so the, the, some of these improvements are, are things that you personally need to uh, to address with 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 the way you treat your employees, with the way you treat your company? Absolutely, I can't I can't speak enough to that. My experience in the industry at being a you know production guy, being on the floor, and uh, certainly being on kind of both sides of that, managing in some uh, respects absolutely changes depending on on who's in charge and how they act about things. And honestly. Right. I know we talk about stuff that sounds, once again, a little fuzzy. You know, it sounds a little fuzzy, a little emotional sometimes, but it is because we're not robots. You know, the people who work with you and for you aren't robots and nobody acts like a robot. A, a lot of what happens is because people feel badly about something. Um, right. That's not a weakness they have. That's an inevitability of being human. And so we have to think about that stuff. And right. once again, Terry's recognition, absolutely true. It's an almost zero cost thing you can do that immediately improves your business. Right. Exactly right. 
I can't tell you as and as a worker, as someone who wasn't owning the business, I have to say absolutely changed how I felt about what investment I put in if I, number one, saw the investment the boss is putting in, number two, got recognized for the work that I did. Because uh, you'll also find, once again, squeaky wheel gets the grease, as we say, um, frequently it's the it's the people who aren't doing their job who are constantly getting attention. And uh, those of us who are hard workers who take things over, often and kind of fly under the radar. And so uh, most definitely you want to look for those people, recognize them and make sure they understand how important they are. Cause also you never know when they're gonna go. Um, they may find somewhere else to be where that happens for them already. Uh, so good for employer retention, good for morale and good for getting the business going. Who doesn't wanna work harder when they believe in what's going on compared to when they don't think that they matter? Exactly. Absolutely. And so I have to echo Terry on this one. I'm actually not going to jump into a bunch more in my own steps, but just to say, absolutely. Uh, take one thing, plan actionable steps to either get the resources you need or to make those changes. And this is where this is the kernel of it for me is to start small, definable and accessible and then work your way up. So you're not going to, once again, how do you eat an elephant uh, one bite at a time? Uh, you don't want to say, okay, I want a million more dollars in sales and you're not going to do that tomorrow. <laughs> you're right. not going to say, I want to add a new process to my shop. That's not happening tomorrow. Not even if they delivered the equipment in the morning, by the end of the day, you're not having that equipment up and running and fully running out jobs. Uh, you need to take things one bite at a time and that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Also, uh, sometimes goals aren't two week goals. They're six month goals and that's okay. But that means you need to have a, a Tuesday goal. That's going to get you to your six month goal. So definitely one bite at a time. And actually we've got some good commentary on here too. Um, here's Christine, who's always awesome. Uh, I'm a big fan of focusing on the one thing rule. Makes things much less overwhelming, much more likely you'll do one thing. If you look at the whole mountain, you'll never take the first step. Absolutely true, especially people who are busy and beleaguered, especially as they often are at the end of the year or just starting up. Absolutely, you have to get them on board, and that means you know making it look a little bit more accessible. Uh, and then here's Cindy being funny. I love this. Uh, I'm going to tell my husband slash boss uh, to treat me better in 2020. <laughs> <laughs> Do absolutely, Cindy, and it, and he should. <laughs> you could tell him that the two expert consultants told him to do so. And, uh, Christine also, the owner manager uh, sets the culture, and a positive owner manager can make such a difference. Absolutely, people. And one time that I have to bring in what Terry said earlier, because Terry comes in and says uh, some employees are introverts and some are extroverts. Get them all the same page. Uh, to be a, a dynamic team. And I think that's uh, what Terry said, bringing everybody together and listening to the stories that are on the trade show or on trade show. Oh my gosh. That's how my mind is in trade shows guys on the uh, <laughs> top floor. You want to get those stories and listen to people. And that's why. So that's awesome. All right. Well, I think we've come to the end. <laughs> yeah, I believe we actually have. So, you yeah. know, I think it's about time. And I'm sorry, I think I just stepped on your line, sir. Uh, <laughs> let's hear a word from our sponsor at Ace Transfer. <laughs> <laughs> Have you been looking to grow your business or start one in the garment decoration industry? After all, that's why you're listening, right? Ace Transfer Company is located in Springfield, Ohio, and we've provided our customers with high quality transfers, competitive prices, and great customer service for nearly 30 years. Ace Transfer Company offers a wide variety of garment decoration services, including screen printed transfers, contract screen printing, direct to garment or DTG, dye sublimation, signs, banners, heat transfer vinyl, pressure sensitive vinyl, and more. Use your own designs or have our in-house artists assist you in creating eye-catching transfers. At Ace, we are dedicated to helping your business succeed, so print your vision at Ace. For more information, visit our website, acetransfercompany.com. Send us an email at acetransco at gmail.com. That's A-C-E-T-R-A-N-S-C-O at gmail. Or give us a call at 800-525-3126. All right. Well, thanks again to uh, David Shaw and everybody over at Ace Transfer. We appreciate your support of this show right from the very, very beginning. So. Oh, yeah. uh, David checked in today. So David's watching. Thank you Very for good. tuning in. Also awesome to have you participate, sir. All right. Well, what do you have coming up, Eric? 
Oh, let's go ahead and start off with the the big scary one for me somewhat. <laughs> Demystifying Digitizing webinar is coming March 28th, 2020. Now I've got other stuff coming up first, but this one I want you to get into earlier. Uh, one of my trade show classes, like I said, I've got my mind on the trade show floor, uh, finally being taught online. So if you want to get better running, bolder, more beautiful embroidery with a faster cycle from concept to completion, you can join in at a link that I'm throwing in the comments right now, ericcampbell.com slash demystifying digitizing webinar. And you can actually get early info. There's going to be some free uh, ebook content going on there and you'll get early prices for this webinar. So for all of you who said you don't come to X state, Yes, I know I don't come to all the states and I don't come to all the regions of the other country, <laughs> but this is your chance to see me online doing that. Uh, the next thing, as we all know, we're coming up to Impressions Expo Long Beach. That is January 17th through 19th, 2020. And I will have four sessions that I'm participating in. Wow. Uh, digitizing and editing lettering and fonts. Uh, good designs from interview to execution. From hobby to business, avoiding pitfalls of the path from prosumer to professional. Wow, a lot of alliteration in that one. Uh, and elements of excellent embroidery. And that's that panel discussion with Madeira. So check in for that. Uh, unfortunately, the, the cheap signups are done, but it's still time for you to get in and sign up. And honestly, I have people come in on the day and sign up. So would love to see you in any of those. And we also have Dax Kansas City coming up shortly thereafter, February 21st through 22nd. Uh, and I'm doing uh, the longer session for me is debating digitizing expert answers for the digitizing curious. You're thinking about bringing digitizing in-house. This is how to do it and why or why not to do it. And the other one is treatments and digitizing techniques for specialty threads. So lots of educational opportunities for me coming up. I mean, <laughs> it's something that we always do, but it's a lot this year and finally online. So everybody who's been asking, there you go. <laughs> you got more of me than you probably want. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. What do you have good. going on, Terry? Uh, I have uh, my upcoming complete screen printing business course. Uh, Atlas Screen Supply in Nashville is going to be February 15th and 16th. Workhorse uh, Products in Phoenix will be February 29th and March 1st. January 16th, I'll be presenting 10 things you need to know about DTG printing. And that's going to be the day before Impressions Expo opens up in Long Beach from 1 to 2.15. And then on January 18th, I mentioned this before, I'm going to be on the trade show floor presenting I'm a new screen printer. Now what? That's a free event from 12 to 12.45. Aaron always says, you can't introduce yourself in 45 minutes. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, at Dax, Kansas City, I'll be presenting... Uh, on being a great screen printer. And that's going to be Saturday, February 22nd. And February 23rd through 25th, the two regular guys will be on the air and interviewing guests at ThreadX 2020, powered by SGIA right here in Scottsdale, Arizona. All my upcoming events are on my website, terrycombs.com, under the heading Tour Dates. And you want to share some of Aaron's events? Absolutely. I'm going to do that. And I got Terry's link in the comments. As I've been doing, as we go through, there will be links. You see me looking down in the corner. That's what I'm doing. A squirrel, as Aaron says. But uh, Aaron <laughs> has some stuff going on. He, The big thing that I, I think he would love for us to announce is he's doing a series of five success key videos and webinars with Todd Downing, a friend of the show, Todd Downing, and guest. Uh, check out the details at OurSuccessGroup.com. And if you use the code early, you'll save 25 bucks on that. And I'm throwing that out in the comments as well. Uh, the next thing he's got, uh, digital Marketing, growing your business with email marketing at the 2020 International Awards and Personalization Expo, uh, Tuesday, February 18th, 4.30 to 6. Social Media 101, Why and How, same expo, uh, Tuesday, 8 to 9.30. And there's a sublimation panel, Wednesday the 19th, 6 p.m., uh, same thing, at the International Awards and Personalization Expo. Also, at Dax, Kansas City, uh, brave man here, uh, Aaron is bringing his wife up on stage with him so she can <laughs> she can give us the real the real dirt on starting with e-commerce, what works and what doesn't. <laughs> I know my wife likes to talk about what I do in my classes, so I'd love to bring her on and let everybody answer <laughs> And also, we are all going to be working at the DAX shows with the decorators community. So that should be really cool, and we want to see you guys out there. Really fantastic stuff coming up from Aaron and from everybody. So great to have you guys kind of checking in with that. Um, but with that, we are just going into bonus time. I mean, we started a little bit late, so I think we're just hitting it. And uh, we've come to the close of another show. All right. Um, I would thank Justin, but Justin didn't, just didn't manage to come on. But we are still really <laughs> glad we got a chance to talk about SGIA as well as planning. So what I'm going to do is, is we don't always get to do this. I'm going to thank Terry for being awesome and sharing the lessons that he's had from not only considerable experience, but from awesome 
planning that he's done before with us today. So well, thank you, Gary. I, I appreciate that very much. And <laughs> thank, we'd like to also thank our show producer, Eric Campbell, for sitting in today. Uh, we also want to thank our sponsors, Impressions Expo, Printavo, yes. and Ace Transfer Company. So uh, next week, as you guys know, it is the Christmas holiday. So uh, no show. But on January 3rd, we're going to discuss 10 things we'd like to see in 2020. And I'm pretty sure we'll actually get Aaron back for that one. So uh, you can, I'll, I'll fade back into the mists and produce <laughs> from behind the scenes again. But what we do want to do is go ahead and wish you all a Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, and a Happy New Year. Absolutely. Until then, I'm Terry Combs. He's Eric Campbell, sitting in for Aaron Montgomery. And we are the Two Regular Guys. To two regular guys, check out our website at tworegularguys.com. That's the number two regularguys.com. You can also interact with us over at our Facebook page, facebook.com/slash two regular guys, or send us a tweet, twitter.com/slash two regular guys. And we have a YouTube page. You can find all that from our website, tworegularguys.com. Thanks for tuning in, and we look forward to spending some time with you again next week. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.